The project obviously has so much hype and so much support. There's also been criticism. Some people connected some of the in images to racist tropes. Um, I'd love to give you the opportunity to respond to that criticism. It's apes, because aping in is very much a nod to this community. To crypto enthusiasts, to people who aped in early. So the, the story is about them. One of the founders is Jewish. One is Turkish. One is Pakistani. One is Cuban. Guy Oseri, who's one of the partners that came in later last year, is Israeli. I myself am Cuban, and I'm actually first-generation American. The idea that we're neo-Nazis or alt-right is offensive, it's hurtful, it's totally untrue. That's really personal to you, that criticism. The celebrity element of the Board Ape Yacht Club is intriguing. And it seems these days, celebrities are always looking to diversify. Tequila, energy drinks, water, clothes, a constant grab for market share in basically anything that makes money. Actors, NBA stars, social media, Insta celebs. It seems somehow or other, there was a tipping point where the so-called in crowd decided that the Bored Ape NFTs were sexy enough to hop on that bandwagon. Did Steph Curry buy his ape? Did Shaq buy his ape? Is it a coincidence that NBA stars are the names mentioned first when it comes to celebrity brand attachment in Board Ape Yacht Club? I guess the rich get richer. And if this is all one big Ponzi scheme, as some people have speculated, when does it fall apart after the 450 million is spent? Or when a working journalist starts to dig deeper into the financial complexities on how this shit is set up as a company and marketplace. The idea that you can't be racist or even ironically racist because you're ethnic is the saddest excuse I've ever heard. And this interview is bought by Guy Oseri. Here he is pictured with the founder of D3. And this woman looks oddly familiar. Guy Oseri is even referred to as the fifth ape, a reference to the fifth beetle. When Ryder launched GordonGoner.com, Guy Oseri went off the deep end. Ryder Rips described to me a two hour phone call consisting of Guy Oseri screaming at him to stop digging into the project. After Ryder explained the symbolism to Oseri, he replied, with who am I to judge what art is? And remember that Rolling Stone interview I mentioned? Gordon Goner stated, are we the Beastie Boys of NFTs? Because right after our initial success, it felt like the Beastie Boys going on tour with Madonna. Everyone was like, who the fuck are these kids? The Rolling Stone article then states, funnily enough, Madonna's longtime manager, Guy Oseri, signed on to rep the foursome about a month after Goner made this comment to Rolling Stone. It's just so ironic that Board Ape Yacht Club would go on to partner with Madonna's manager 
manager, Guy Oseri. Here is the family tree of Board Ape Yacht Club. Greg Solano and Wiley Arano are from Miami. They met later in life at a bar arguing about literature. Karem Adelaide and Zeshan Ali went to University of Maryland together. Greg Solano also attended University of Maryland, but would go on to get his MFA at University of Virginia. The P.O. Box of Yuga Labs is in Alexandria, Virginia. The CEO of Yuga Labs, Nicole Munez, went to high school with Wiley. Mark Andreessen is the funding. Guy Oseri is the management and PR. And it's not a far stretch to say that Neil Strauss is their Rolling Stone media connection. He is also writing a book based on Board Ape Yacht Club. Guy Oseri and Neil Strauss go back to 1998, when Guy Oseri was featured in the credits of Neil Strauss's biography on Marilyn Manson. One of the most mind-boggling parts to this ongoing story is celebrity endorsement. What a dream team of Hollywood fuckery and money-making. Any agent in the biz, as they would say, would call this smart packaging, a combination of brains, media, branding, and big, big money, $450 million. You know what you could do with that fucking money? You could take over a country. Now around the racist stuff, couldn't the founders of Board Ape just pull down the more obvious racist representations of the artwork? How does that work in the NFT world? Isn't it just a few matters of a click of a mouse? Or say if you do own a racist ape, like, I don't know, take your pick of dumbass fucking celebrities, could Andreessen and Horowitz, the VC firm behind it, just buy it back? You know, they could put a little bit of interest on top. It sounds like a good idea, and it would end all of this speculation now. Everywhere you look, a new celebrity flaunts their hideous Nazi propaganda. I wouldn't expect them to know any better, but there's something going on underneath the surface. I know most celebrities are denser than a cement block, but you can't convince me they would all spend hundreds of thousands of dollars on these JPEGs just because of hype culture. So what's actually going on? In a Twitter Spaces video, Ben Baller, a celebrity jeweler, describes the process of receiving a bored ape. We'll talk, not once, not twice, Three times I've been offered a board aid through a moonpit. I had Adidas hit me up. My DMs, you know, on Instagram, hey man, you want to call those space with us, blah, blah, whatever. Told you own a board aid. No, I fucking don't. You know, hit me up. And it's just, I don't, I don't know what it was, but the fact that some of these super top tier all star NBA players had them, and I was like, yo, this is all cap. I mean, it was an NDA, they kind of send my agent and shit too, you know. I mean, there's definitely NDAs and everything there, but I'm, I'm, I'm you know, positive there's, you know, something. No, no, what I'm problem. saying is for me, to, it's, if I was to accept, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. they wanted you to not disclose that you, they wanted, they wanted you to not disclose that they had purchased the agent for you. Exactly, yeah, yeah, sure. they wanted to see what you yeah. bought it for yourself, yeah, which, because you liked it. Which, you know what, which, you know what the craziest thing about that is, is that a lot of celebrities who are going into this, they're probably just stoked to get the eight, and they don't even realize, a lot of them probably don't consult their legal and shit like that beforehand. Yeah. But they're actually asking you to commit fraud on their behalf. Sounds to me like an old-fashioned looky-loo. The celebrities get the apes for free, sign the NDA, post it on social media, and the masses go crazy, driving up the value inside the NFT marketplaces. I interviewed Ben Baller for another podcast I did, and Ben being a kid who was born and raised in LA, he's seen it all. This audio from him is the most poignant yet about the possible scam going on here. And lastly, 
There is a debate ranging now if NFTs can be defined as securities, like, you know, take your average stock, which would fall under certain regulation. If so, what Ben is describing in the audio could ultimately turn into a crime. That's right. MoonPay has celebrities sign NDAs or non-disclosure agreement contracts revealing how they receive the ape. I just got my first NFT. Oh, you did? What was it? I threw MoonPay. Moon okay. MoonPay, which is, I'm, I'm figuring, I did my homework. Okay. MoonPay was like PayPal, but for crypto. In fact, the celebrities aren't even buying them, and they're lying through their teeth about why they bought them, all while committing fraud on MoonPay's behalf. Receiving a board ape as an endorsement and not explicitly stating that you were compensated violates the Federal Trade Commission's laws. So next time you see a celebrity show off their board ape, you can see who's a puppet taking advantage of their audience, all while unknowingly contributing to an apocalyptic political ideology backed by the technocratic elite. You may be asking yourself, who designed these apes in the first place. Surely, they would be the ones responsible for drawing the racist imagery, right? Currently, it is believed that there are six artists on the Yuga Labs team. However, there was an artist in particular that provided the base layers for the apes. Her name was Seneca. When confronted and shown the finished designs, she claimed she did not even recognize the final product and was shocked at the characteristics she saw. Seneca described payment from Yuga Labs as not ideal. After all, they were rolling in millions of dollars and she wasn't even getting a slice of the pie. However, it is speculated that Seneca received a $1 million bonus from the company after media outlets front ran her story. At the end of the day, Seneca, a very talented artist, was not responsible responsible for this imagery. The Board Ape Yacht Club project represents a sinister commentary on people's eagerness to hop on trends and projects just because it's in the spotlight. I say this is an ongoing story because on April 30th, 2022, one year after launching Board Ape Yacht Club, Yuga Labs launched a metaverse called Other Side. Federal Trade Commission laws are not my purview per se, but I'm going to bring on some experts in future episodes to help me understand how this is possibly fraud. And second to that, I want you as a listener to understand one thing here, and that is my creative process. Now you might not care, but I'm gonna share it anyway. The ape story for me is a lot of things. And as a journalist, timing and when you investigate a story has a lot to do with the success or failure of a story puncturing the cultural zeitgeist. I'm sure there were many journalists who were ahead of the curve on say the Anna Delvey story or the Tinder swindle. So these episodes for me are all about building a foundation of a proverbial house so that I can track this in real time. I also have selfish motivations. I'm not pure here. I think this ape bullshit is a Netflix documentary and I wanna get paid to make it. And that's just the American way. And in my career, I pride myself on being ahead of the curve. The apes right now are way ahead of the curve. Now, back to the next phase of the apes that will take place inside what they call the metaverse. I say this is an ongoing story because on April 30th, 2022, one year after launching Board Ape Yacht Club, Yuga Labs launched a metaverse called Other Side. If the date sounds familiar, it's because it's also Hitler's death day. The sprites available in the video game that doesn't exist yet are called CODAs, spelled with a K. In music, CODA with a C means the end, and obviously the theme of transitioning from life to death or crossing to the other side. 
Their new metaverse also features Stonehole Jackson, a reference to the Confederate leader, Stonewall Jackson. And Plot One is owned by Emperor Tomato Ketchup. Along the way, Ryder Rips was able to open the eyes of thousands of people by organizing the information and explaining the full context to the best of his ability, knowing all too well that the barrier to entry of this information is diving down the deep rabbit holes of white supremacy, the alt-right, and 4chan. But now, one thing's for certain. He was correct in telling me that Bored Ape Yacht Club is the biggest troll in internet history. Now that you know everything there is to know about Bored Ape Yacht Club's cute little social experiment, what can we do about this? Well, as it stands right now, the founders of Bored Ape Yacht Club operate relatively unchecked. That's because there's no real pressure. Their tactic of using plausible deniability and dumb excuses to deflect from the truth is about to change. Nicole Munez, I really hope you had no idea this was going on. And if you didn't, that means your business partners strung you along because they think of you as a normie. It's unfortunate if you got roped into this. Guy Oseri, we will not be silenced. That's all I'm gonna say. Gordon, Garga, Tomato, and Sass. I also think these guys are pussies. Like, I think they're feckless for doing this. It's like, <laughs> they are, bro. It's like, go fucking do, like, why are you making this girl you went to high school with speak for you on tape? I want every celebrity, actor, athlete, and influencer to burn their fucking ape. I wanna make such a fucking shitstorm that everyone from Steph Curry to Post Malone to Jimmy Fallon is forced to act. You see, this little price tag is contingent on you, the market, the people, but in their minds, it's the normies, the sheep that made them rich. So I ask you, are you a fucking sheep? I want each and every one of you to tweet hashtag burn B-A-Y-C on Twitter. Let's play their game. Burn means to destroy, but it's also something you can do with your NFT if you hold one. Not only will we sink Board Ape Yacht Club because of their disgusting scheme, we will send a message. This message will be loud and clear. We will not be manipulated. To piss off Ape profile pictures and amplify his own research, Ryder created Ryder Rips Board Ape Yacht Club. Ryder won a DMCA takedown request against Yuga Labs, solidifying the point that you can't copy an NFT. Ryder also set his royalties to 0%. In this case, it's truly not about the money. He is also creating Ape Marketplace, saving people billions of dollars a year in gas fees. Well, Filion's conspiracy video really was a romp. It was smart, insightful, and if I'm being honest, I would say I buy at least 60% of it, maybe more. Now, Ryder Rips is an interesting guy, but I'm still not clear that he's this cape crusader looking out for the huddled masses. So that is who I'm going to look at next. Is Ryder Rips a mad genius? Is he someone who wants to profit from this epic conspiracy theory that he basically contributed to and stoked the flames of? Or is he now creating his own NFT project to become the ultimate con man here, slash artist provocateur? Well, I was able to find a whole treasure trove of audio on Ryder Rips. So let's get going on figuring out who he is next time on the Board Ape Yacht Club.